Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Hello, good afternoon, and welcome to join News today live from our studio here in Kokoblimli Accra. We're live on DSTV Channel 421 and GoTV Channel 125 around the world on myjoyonline.com. Coming up in this bulletin, police prosecutors on Wednesday failed to present the accused persons in the case of the alleged theft of over $1 million belonging to the former sanitation minister, Cecilia Abena-Dapa. Also, a group of environmentally conscious Ghanaians are picketing the Menos Commission to demand the repeal of LI-2462 that permitted the commission to give out licenses to companies to mine in forest reserves. We've also got business news in this bulletin as well as showbiz and um, uh, news from around the world. My name is Samuel Kojo Brace. Do stay with us for details. Uh, police prosecutors on Wednesday failed to present the accused persons in the case of the alleged theft of $1 million belonging to the former sanitation minister, Cecilia Abinadapa. The prosecutors indicated that the policeman that was supposed to present the two accused had traveled and couldn't produce them in court. They also indicated that the AG has not fully taken over the case and will assume prosecution of the case. Richard Kojonyako was in court for us and joins us with details. Um, uh, Richard, I'm grateful to you for joining us here. What more can you tell us on this matter? Richard, I, I, I want to find out from you what more you can tell us on this case, why, why the police couldn't produce the, the two accused persons in court. And so, Brace, the police prosecutors were in court by the two accused um, 18-year-old patients, which and 30-year-old Sarah, they were not in court. The police prosecutor, DSP Emmanuel Namiche, explained to the court that they couldn't produce the two accused because the policemen that were supposed to do so had traveled to Tamale in pursuit of another case. They also told the court that uh, they had apprehended two more persons in connection with the case 
and charge them. And so all the four will be put before court in the next agenda date. That is the 8th of August. So the prosecutor also announced to the court that the Attorney General had taken over the case and will be prosecuting the case itself. I understand the lawyers for the accused persons are unhappy with the development. Tell us more. He's speaking with one of them, a lawyer for one of the accused, Augustine James, indicated that the police are essentially trampling on the personal liberties of the accused, contrary to the 1992 Constitution. He made a point that the police of the accused have not been taken yet, but the accused have an entirely different story to tell because his clients have not stolen anything. They have stolen absolutely nothing. And, and so um, the last time they were in court, one of them uh, was granted bail, but the police uh, couldn't uh, grant the bail because they said uh, they were not in the position to do anything like that. So listen to the lawyer. Three offenses billable. However, it depends on the discretion of the judge, and the judge has exercised her discretion not to grant the bill today. So there's nothing we can do. We have to wait for the second August and come back to court. The last agenda, A2, was granted bill in the sum of 1 million Ghana cities, two sureties, to produce two, uh, to, to produce their Ghana cards. In fact, normally when bill is granted, at the court, the practice directive is that it is the registrar of the court who interprets the bill condition. The only role of the police is to to look at the the house or the abode of the sureties. But this one, when he went to the police station, the special intelligence unit, they themselves have taken it upon themselves to investigate and interpreting the court order which to me is wrong and just obstructing justice delivery system because police are not supposed to interpret the court orders. It is the duty of the registrar of the court. So it was incumbent upon the CID in this matter to bring the accused person to the registrar for the registrar to pick the docket that the judge entered the bill and interpret and see if their uh, sureties qualify to to stand as what sureties for them. But they took it upon themselves. And you know our system, police were saying all sort of funny things. I can't mention them here. Uh, no, uh, actually nobody asked for money, uh, but funny uh, funny uh, things. Uh, uh, to the AG taking over the case, what is your reaction? I have no idea of that, except hearing from air. They, they, the, 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 the prosecutor informed the court that AG is preparing to take over the matter. And I, in my personal opinion, I feel if the AG is desirous and respects the judicial processes, they should have come to court today to tell the court that we have, we want to take up the matter. However, social and so and so are not in place. Therefore, we need one or two weeks to be able to take up the matter. You don't sit in your office and you instruct a police prosecutor to tell the court that you want to take. No, some of this, we see it as some of these uh, gimmicks to deny people of the justice that they need. You know this matter, there are so many strengths here and there. And we know it is one of those tactics employed to keep the people in 
themselves. Please, I tell you, my client. Richard Kunyako is still with me. Richard, so when are we likely to be in court again on this particular matter? Envisage that the AG will take over the case and the number of accused persons will move from two to four. In fact, I tell you that one of the accused persons is a lactating mother, and as you heard the lawyer saying that, so it becomes some kind of a clumsy situation where the, the mother had to, I mean, be in the police custody and be um, breastfeeding the child as well. Grateful to you. So that's uh, our man on the ground today, Richard Kujonyako. To other stories now, and a group of environmentally conscious Ghanaians are today picketing the Menos Commission to demand the repeal of LI-2462 that permits the commission to give out licenses to companies to mine in forest reserves. The protesters, led by Daryl Bosu of Arocha, Ghana, and Awola Sewa of the Eco-Conscious Citizens, have already picketed Parliament to demand same. Darum Bosu of Arocha, Ghana, joins us from the Commission uh, with more on this. Darum, grateful to you for joining us here. Uh, why are you demanding a repeal of the law? Um, good afternoon, Pojo, and thank you for having me. Um, the reason why we are here today, as we were in Parliament yesterday, is to ask um, for the repeal of LI 2462 because this law which was passed um, to somehow regulate mining and forest reserves is actually retrogressive. It gives unfettered access to all our forest reserves. And we are mindful of the fact that even before this airline was passed, there was a guideline that provided some clear limitations to which areas can be mined, which areas cannot be mined, what procedures and processes one needed to go through before you mine a forest reserve and all of that. All of these limitations have been lifted and with the assets of the president, all fresh reserves in this country can be assets for mining if the government chooses to do so. And that's why we think that it is retrogressive. It is not in line with existing commitment to securing our forest reserves and sustainable management of our forest reserves. Also, it's inimical to our sustainable development goals because forest reserves protect biodiversity, they protect our water bodies. And if all our water bodies and forest reserves are going to be allowed to be mined, then we believe we are going to lose very critical natural goods that we need for water service and for other important needs as a society. So we believe that this LI is retrogressive and needs to be revoked as soon as possible. Mm. But is it about the law or about the implementation which we need to make sure that the right things are done? Ekojo, you know, for Ghana, we have so many laws and we don't even come close to and showing compliance with a lot of them, particularly mm -hmm. when it comes to forest management. Mm -hmm. At the moment, there's, every, there's everything wrong with this law in the first place, and much more to talk about the compliance and enforcement. So the law itself is bad law, and we believe that it must be repealed first. And what is even sad about this situation is that this law was filed without broad consultation with CSOs. The state agencies themselves, including the Finance Commission, sat in their boardroom, discussed this issue, and push it to Parliament without due consideration of the opinions and input from CSOs. And this is the main reason why this law needs to be revoked. Mm. Uh, so you picketed Parliament uh, Tuesday, and today you are the Minerals Commission. What has been the response so far? Well, you know, this is part of several actions we have outlined. We started by invoking the RTI to the various agencies, asking them to know about what processes they went through to get this LI passed. 
Today, we are going to submit petitions to Parliament, but we know they are going on recess either tomorrow. So we want to wait when they come back, we present our petition. But we are also going to take some other legal steps because we believe that the whole lawmaking process was flawed and that needs to be addressed as well. Mm. So this is just one of it. We, today, we are doing our commission. We'll be at the EPA shortly and then the first commission. We want them to know that they did wrong by the people of Ghana by mm. passing this law. All right, Daryl, I'm, I'm grateful to you for joining us here and all the best to you. So Daryl Bosu is with Arocha Ghana. To other stories now, and a, a rather sad one. Four people have been confirmed dead and several others injured after a commercial bus and a trailer collided head-on at Nkenkensu on the Kumasi Techman Highway. The accident occurred in the early hours of Wednesday, August 2, 2023. According to eyewitnesses, the bus carrying passengers from Kumasi to the northern region made a wrongful overtaking and crashed into the oncoming trailer and four people allegedly died instantly. Several other people were injured and are receiving treatment at the Nkenkensu Government Hospital. Now, uh, some people have been uh, sharing with us what they saw about this accident. Actually, the, around 16, 16, 16, 16, the driver of a particular car, climbed back to his lane and colluded with this, uh, this, uh, this uh, clear track. Once he has overtaken the other car, instead of going back to his lane, he could not do that when he was in Tosky. And the other trailer too was too close in the sense that there's no way they can stop each other and they could with each other. So how many victims so far? Actually, I cannot tell uh, because um, once that hasn't happened, I left the hospital for men, for children and other dressing. So I cannot tell how many, how many, how many, but people are injured. I, I, I can confirm to you who is there. On our left, he's coming from the, the ambulance team and the medical team. Once he overtakes, he overtakes the uh, other other car. He lost control, going back to his to his lane. Thank you very much. Thank you, man. So that's uh, someone who witnessed this accident and is a victim of it. Uh, we've been joined. Uh, by our correspondent, Eric Obeng, uh, Zoom. Now, Eric, I'm grateful to you. Uh, what more have we gathered on this accident? Thank you for having me. Um, the incident happened this morning around 6, 6.30 at Akuma Dai. What sets University of Phoenix business degrees apart? Specialization and speed to completion. We offer 25 online business program options so you can choose your focus. Plus, a competency-based MBA that you can finish in 12 months for under $10,000. And at University of Phoenix, your eligible transfer credits could cover up to 75% of your bachelor's degree. Get started at phoenix.edu. Into a motion kama a patient's Musunya and Huadia on Betty Media Tassi, Nenipan Wire Health Insurance, or Babajanenqua. Now, Ubino ye and Nancy will be self interest in tea. 
Okay, okay, so he is saying that um, the nurses and others under the organogram of the Ghana Health Service have nothing to do when they come to work because the physician assistants um, who are to supervise these healthcare centers um, are on strike. He's saying that government should listen to the plea of these physician assistants and aid them with whatever they need so that they can also um, come back to work. Now, we've also been speaking to some stakeholders on this particular matter. Let's hear first from the Ashanti Regional President of the Physicians Assistance Association. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCI US LLC. Um, what we want is for the Medical and Dental Council. We do a, a holistic regulation and not to pick and choose. For now, we feel that they are picking on us. Now, if the medical and dental council would regulate us and would want medical officers to provide us directly something that we're doing already, we are saying that it's going to hinder us in delivering care because if I have to prescribe, if I have to um, manage a case, and then I'll have to place a call to a doctor somewhere and he will tell me, do this, do ABC, don't do that. If the, what, is, what happens if the person is in theater or engaged in some, something else? They are placed where the network is not that good. And does it mean they would have to come to the health center to sit back in the consulting room? It doesn't at least the benefit of our clientele. They are not doing things properly to help the rural social receive. So, I mean, you you have embarked on this action. Did you try other means of getting the Medical and Dental Council to listen to your concerns and demands? I'm asking this because uh, I just spoke to um, the, the, the secretary of the National Labor Commission, and he was talking about how strikes have become the norm when they're actually supposed to be the last resort. What are the processes you went through with the Medical and Dental Council before making a decision to embark on the strike? The Medical and Dental Council on um, different occasions, you know, have been... I've been in, uh, uh, we've been in talks with them. When you say you've been in talks with them, how have these talks been been done? Is it through formal correspondence or you yes, sat in meetings? Formal correspondence. And then we've had opportunity to engage even uh, the current registrar at one of our unoriginal um, conferences. And... It didn't end well. I would say that all these engagements have not yielded any good results. They do what they want to do, because 
they feel that the external assistance is um, being given too much to do. So we have to be extreme. Now, the executive secretary of the National Labor Commission of Osuampofo has been speaking on this development. He spoke on the AM show earlier. They have their The authorities will also have their position, I'm sure. And we are the leaders that are going to make sure that uh, they arrive at a settlement through negotiations. It's one of these and take that if the parties take entrenched positions, then the matter may not be solved. And uh, since they are, uh, what do we call it, essential uh, service provided, then we may have in the West scenario, we talk to a compulsory arbitration. Right. Uh, Mr. Samoa, the physician assistants didn't just embark on the strike. I remember there were threats before they carried out the real deal. It's been about a week. From the point of threats to real execution, did the National Labor Commission at any time try to intervene to prevent us from getting to this point? Yes. Well, we got notice of... Um, their strike and their reasons for which they wanted to uh, embark on an industrial action to ban their demand. We accordingly wrote to their employers that this is what we have at hand. What are they doing to prevent the happening of the industrial action? And of course, they will know that uh, some steps have been taken, some meetings have gone on, except that they have been unable to settle. That is why it's gone this bad. And uh, when it gets to this stage, then the committee will have to seize it, take over, and settle it. And that is what we are beginning from today. All right, now to other stories now. And the minority in parliament is challenging claims by President Kufuado that the abandoned Saglemi affordable housing scheme will be too costly to complete after he cut sword for the construction of a new affordable housing project. The group says the president's claims are untrue. Minority MP on the Works and Housing Committee, Andrew Dari Chiwete, believes the Saglame project has been abandoned due to political reasons. The project that we have done, you visited that site. You saw the level that we got to. This government allowed their party boys to go in and pick the doors. They picked the glasses. They picked everything. Sinks. They, picked, they removed the sink of the building. All these things are what is going to increase the cost of the project. Uh, that project, if well done, should serve Ghanaians. That is why he's the president. He should be able to find resources to complete that project. He should not go about saying that it will be expensive. So, so we should abandon it. Is that the idea? If it will be costly to complete the project, should we leave it to rot? The level that we got to, as a president, we have used taxpayers' money to build houses up to the level of just furnishing. Then you tell me it's, it will be expensive to complete it, so we drop it and go and start something afresh. Well, I thank God President Mama came clear and told Ghanaians that I for him, if he comes to power, he will continue with uncompleted projects and complete them. And so for us, I know this project that they have cut short with. Even if they go ahead to do it, they can't complete it. I'm assuring Ghanaians that if we come back to power, 
NDC comes up to her with President Mama as our president, we will complete that project for the people of Ghana to use and we will complete the Sakuma project again. And that is why we have warned that any investor, any private investor that will show interest in buying the Sakuma uh, housing project, the person should think twice because that project is not for sale. We must complete it with government money. Former Energy Minister Boache Jacon is hoping he will be among the top five candidates who will emerge from the 10 persons seeking to lead the governing MPP as flag bearer. The superdelegate conference of the MPP is expected to prune the number of contestants to five as the contest gets tough. Mr. Jacon says his message is to return part to the grassroots of the party and he is the best to hand up MPP victory in 2024. Kweko over political desk has the rest of the story. With barely three weeks to go, Boateng Jacon is ramping up his message to delegates as he hopes to be part of the five of ten candidates the super delegates of the NPP will endorse to contest the party's flag bearership. In November, the former energy minister believes the current economic challenge could pose a threat to the party's chances in 2024. Times, I admit, but all difficult times require new leadership and new thinking. Yes, the MPP, we've done very well. But I can tell you, we can do better and we must do better. We cannot rest on our oars and pat ourselves on the back for what we did yesterday. The people of Ghana will accept us for what we commit to do tomorrow for their well-being. Boateng Jaco has a message to his contenders who believe they can win the 2024 election simply because of their so-called special qualities. to him whilst breaking the eight is a laudable goal it appears short-sighted let's return to parliament and former power minister Kwabena donko says public companies like the electricity company of ghana must not be subject to the strict public procurement laws of the country his comment follows the auditor general citing ecg for over 145 million dollars worth of procurement breaches between 2016 and 2021. By speaking to Joy News, the Pro East MP argued that by the operation of the Companies Act, ECG and other such public companies are not subject to public procurement laws. Dr. Kavana Donko insists it is also illegal that the Auditor General continues to audit those companies like any other public institution. Parliamentary Affairs Correspondent Kweku Asante joins me on the phone. Uh, Kweku, so what more explanation has he been given to the stance that he has taken? 
Sobrace, according to the former power minister, is the public sets of a company in the form of a company like the electricity company of Ghana, then it is not a corporation and as such must not necessarily be subject to the strict laws of the public procurement authority. In fact, if you look at Auditor General's report over the years, it, has, it continues to cite ECG and other said public companies for infraction of the public procurement law. According to Commander Donko, he actually backed his position by a certain question he had filed in Parliament to which the Attorney General himself, Godfrey Dami, had come to Parliament to answer and back that position that the companies like ECG are not strictly subject to the public procurement laws of the country. He says that what will happen is that the boards of these companies will set up a procurement guideline. It will be approved by the sector minister, and that will go into effect, just like all other private commercial entities run. It is his view that it is not appropriate that companies like ECG are allowed, or are not allowed, I beg your pardon, to operate in that way because it limits their viability. Mm. He also makes the point that the auditor general himself cannot audit public companies like the electricity company of Ghana. He says that the continuous auditing of the public or, or public companies like ECG by the auditor general is illegal and is contrary to law. Okay. He's already signaling that he will take certain steps mm. within the powers that is available to him in Parliament and outside of it to ensure that the laws of the country are complied with. Okay. All right. Grateful to you, Kweku Asante, for that. Now, the West African Examinations Council, YX, says it will take punitive sanctions against candidates found to have been registered illegally for the upcoming basic education certificate examinations. At the news conference to announce its readiness for the BCE, YX said it has already discovered several of such unlawful registrations and have started investigating. The council's attention has been drawn to some parents moving their awards in basic stage 6, GHS 1, 2 and 3 in private schools to public schools to register for the examination. This is against both the GES and YEC regulations. The council is presently investigating a number of such cases and the registration of such candidates would be annulled. Parents are urged not to traumatize their wards by such actions. Yes, so watching join us today. We'll take a quick break. We will return with business. Stay with us. My name is Abeku Agri Santana. If there's anything that makes my life so easy, it is my bank. I love hanging out with my boys' boys at our usual fufu joint. But even without cash, we still the job better with Ecobank Mobile. No matter the time of day, my bank helps me stay in touch with my beautiful wife whenever she's away. And when my beautiful wife is in town, 
She never misses out on her favorite TV shows because I'm able to pay up all my TV subscriptions from the comfort of my mobile phone. Whenever she has to get groceries too, my bank makes it cashless and convenient. And the part my wife loves the most is when my bank makes it possible and easy for her to shop from any part of the world without moving. <laughs> Welcome to the smart world of Ecobank. Download Ecobank Mobile from Google Play Store, all the apps store and discover the smart way to bank echo bank the pan-african bank the second clinic of the 2023 edition of the echo bank joy news habitat fair promises to excite patrons in many ways the west hills mall will host all relevant players in the housing and construction industry in ghana from friday 4th to sunday 6th august 2023 from 8 a.m to 6 p.m this year's exhibition is under the theme Home ownership, affordability, comfort, or luxury. Visit the clinic and engage the providers in the housing value chain on all your housing needs, be it financing, land acquisition, rent to own, outright purchase, roofing, lighting, electronic appliances, home security, or home furnishing. The Ecobank Joy News Habitat for. Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Uh, it's your one-stop shop for everything housing. To register as an exhibitor, please call 0244-260-653. There will be daily giveaways by the sponsors to visitors at the fair. The Ecobank Joy News Habitat Fair is in partnership with Ecobank, the Pan-African Bank, and powered by the Plant City Extension Project from Cities and Habitats, Rent to Own, and sponsored by Elegant Homes and General Construction Limited, where quality meets value. Syntex tanks, a strong, a tough. Ecobank Joy News Habitat Fair, affordability, comfort, or luxury. Hi, welcome to Business. My name is Daryl Kwao. The president of the Ghana Institute of Procurement and Supply, Samuel Annan, has indicated that the procurement industry is playing a critical role in helping government realize its industrialization agenda. According to him, the industry is contributing significantly to the realization of government's uh, socio-economic development agenda. He was speaking at an MOU signing ceremony between the Ghana Institute of Procurement and Supply and the Ghana Institute of Management and Public Administration. The Ghana Institute of Procurement and Supply and the Ghana Institute of Management and Public Administration have signed a memorandum of understanding to bridge the gap between academia and industry. The MOU is also aimed at ensuring professionalism in the practice of the profession. In an interview with Joy Business, President of the Ghana Institute of Procurement and Supply, Simon Annan, reiterated commitment towards helping the country realize its industrialization agenda. And procurement supply chain is what? will move Ghana from where we are to the next level. And if I say that, what it means is that the government procurement that we're doing, it is what you're going to use to promote the industrialization, promote the SMEs, and ensure that there's value for money. And I have maintained that Ghana's socioeconomic development agenda 
cannot be achieved without appreciation of the role of procurement in our national discourse. And that's what we have to all be thinking about and say, how do we use procurement to build Madagana that we all deserve? Rector of the Ghana Institute of Management and Public Administration said this partnership was critical in bridging the academia and industry gap. We, we recognize the, the value of industry experience for our students and for GIMPA that is really what we do. You know, we, we try to find a good balance between theory and practice. So we've had industry come into our classrooms. We go to our industry partners through what we call a practitioners forum. Um, so the practitioners forum, uh, we usually have partners coming from industry and from other walks of life outside of academia. Now, partnerships like this will concretize that arrangement and then it's going to help our students appreciate the work of the world of work and therefore support uh, the development of uh, students who are ready for industry. So they will leave the, the, the program ready to work. The Ghana Institute of Procurement and Supply also reiterated its commitment towards ensuring high standards in the practice of the profession. Now, government has inaugurated a medium-term revenue strategy steering committee to ensure proper appropriation and preservation of the national purse. The setup of the committee follows the media budget review in a bid to deliver a revenue strategy that focuses on incentives towards sectors crucial for sustainable and inclusive growth. There's more in this report. During the mid-year budget reading, Finance Minister Ken Oforiata mentioned that the mutual prosperity dialogues would seek to facilitate the ease of doing business, to crowd in private, domestic and foreign investments. To reach an FDI target of $3 billion over the medium term, government implemented a medium-term revenue strategy. The Ministry of Finance has inaugurated a steering committee to oversee the strategy. George Winfall is Director of Revenue Policy Division at the Ministry of Finance. This would be the first of its kind. Our focus is to make sure that all relevant stakeholders are brought on board so that it's a whole of government approach towards uh, uh, ensuring that um, the interests of all stakeholders uh, are taken into consideration and uh, before the implementation. I mean, we are supposed to complete the development of this uh, document uh, by end of September. Already we have begun engaging some stakeholders. We have sent uh, letters to some stakeholders for their inputs and so on, and we continue engaging. And so the only thing I will say is that it's a great opportunity for the general public uh, to continue engaging with us, seize the opportunity to make their inputs so that at the end of the development of the document, all their interests would have been taken, brought on board. Director General of the National Development Planning Commission, Kojo Esim Abrampa, is optimistic the medium-term revenue strategy steering committee will increase revenue mobilization and ease the pressure of the Ministry of Finance. And that's it for Business Forces app next. You stay tuned.
Daddy, Daddy, this tank is big. Yes, that's true. It can store a lot of water. That's so true. Wow, it has a working satisfaction. Mm-hmm. That's so true. I can see S I N T E X syntax. That is so true, my daughter. When it falls down, it will spoil. That's not true. But why? Why? <laughs> Syntex was the first to introduce double layer tanks in Ghana. Syntex again was the first to introduce white inner layers in Ghana. Syntex gives you the biggest warranty seven years. No matter your water needs, Syntex is the answer. Syntex tank. Are you strong? Are you tough? Kitty Bright contains 12 vitamins? Yes, 12 essential vitamins that growing bodies need. So grow healthy and strong. Smart. Absolutely. Kitty Bright Multivitamin Tonic contains all the essential vitamins and nutrients needed for the healthy development of children from age 1 to 12 years. Also available, Kitivite multivitamin drops for babies under 12 months. Grow strong, grow healthy with Kitivite. Distributed by NS Chemist Limited. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. Let's do sports now. On Joy News today, I am Muftao Nabila Abdullah, and Black Stars head coach Chris Hilton has revealed that the senior national team is one of the favorites to win the next edition of the African Cup of Nations to be staged in Kourivoa. Speaking to Talk Sports in the UK, Chris Hilton said that Ghana needs just a point to qualify to the tournament, and he's very confident of putting together a team that will be very competitive. And the tournament starts in January next year. In September, we're at home to the Central African Republic. At this moment, we're top of the group, but it's quite tight. We certainly need either a win or a draw um, to to guarantee. I think you uh, play that game in Kumasi, don't you? In Kumasi, which is incredible. They love it there. It is incredibly vibrant there, and um, we've played our last uh, couple of games there. The qualification game against Nigeria, which um, got um, the team through to the World Cup, was played in, in Kumasi. <laughs> so, um, no, it's a vibrant city, and, and they will turn out in their, in their thousands uh, for that one. So it's a big game for us. Uh, Ivory Coast, of course, is the, the host of uh, AFCON in, in January, and, uh, of course, we very much need to be there. Yeah, they're going to make a statue of uh, Chris Hutton if you win the African Cup of Nations again, <laughs> won't they? Uh, well, That's got to be the aim. Uh, Winning it, not well, the statue. Well, first and foremost, it's it's uh, it's getting there. But of course, once you get there, you, what you what you want to do is you want to you want to perform and perform well. I mean, one thing I have seen, Jim, in my travels and the games we played is that the level the level of the African countries now, the level of football, has improved. For
And now let's talk about the survey that was put together by Insider Sports and Joy Sports. Ghana League Clubs Association, their chairman, Kujofiano, says that this is a document they will adopt and hold discussion with their members to ensure that um, they put in the right structures to be able to attract uh, people to patronize their matches. By thanking the multimedia group for this giant step they've taken to actually uh, learn some tricks from our renowned doctor, Dr. Tomoklo, to diagnose exactly what is wrong with us and attempt to prescribe uh, the dosage yeah. that could help us come back into mainstream. And I want to pledge, as the chairman of the Ghana League Club Association, that on behalf of the clubs, we are not going to allow this report to gather dust. We're going to commit ourselves to it. GAKA will have to adopt it and organize a series of engagements with our clubs, our supporters, so that we can come back on track. Having said that, listening to the earlier speakers and also having the opportunity to have an insight to that uh, report, I want to say that if really you all take that report seriously, we'll find an antidote to what is worrying our game vis-a-vis -vis, uh, spectatoring. That's your sports for now. We do have more sports stories on myjoyonline.com and also at 2 p.m. when we come your way with sports today. We appreciate your company. Up next is World News. Imagine a family without a home. Imagine a song without a voice. Imagine a church without prayers. Imagine a government without citizens. Imagine democracy without journalists. Imagine a world without the media. Life is full of issues and stories about people, communities, and governments. Stories that have to be told by well-trained journalists. That's why you can't imagine news without Joy News. Let's do some world news now. And major cities in Niger are facing rolling blackouts following last week's coup in the West African country. The power shortages are a result of Nigeria cutting supplies to its northern neighbor, Niger's electricity company, Negalek, says. 
The West African trading bloc, ECOWAS, has imposed sanctions on Niger over the coup, but has not said if these include electricity supplies. ECOWAS defense chiefs are meeting in Nigeria to discuss the Niger crisis. On Sunday, West African leaders gave Niger's military junta a week to give up power or face possible military intervention. European countries are currently evacuating their citizens from Niger. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 2020 a quote, ridiculous, unquote. The Republican politician has already been charged in two other cases with mishandling classified files and falsifying business records to cover up a hush money payment to a porn star. And that's uh, what is for you. Up next, showbiz. Everyone has a story. In fact, there was a time I decided I have to stop the music. A story of that unique place that gives them a vibe. It's a spiritual moment for me whenever I have to record music because whenever the place is dark, mm. I feel I'm in the studio alone, even okay. without the producer. The vibe that births excellence, special skills, talent, and mastery. Welcome to E-Vibes with Becky on this channel. Good afternoon, welcome to Showbiz here on Journeys. And our Ghanaian singer based in the United Kingdom, Stephanie Benson, has received 
a humanitarian platinum leadership award from the United Nations. The award was presented to her at an event held at the United Nations headquarters in New York. The ceremony, which took place at the delegates' dining room at the United Nations, provided a platform for nominees to have insights with other like-minded individuals who were passionate about creating positive change in the world. One of the citations read, quote, This award is bestowed upon individuals who have demonstrated exceptional leadership skills and made significant contributions to building a better world, particularly in the achievement of the Sustainable Development Goals. In all, Stephanie Benson received four honours on the night, which included an appointment as a Global Peace Ambassador representing the Institute of Public Policy and Diplomacy Research. Away from Stephanie, pop star Lizzo is being sued by three of her former dancers over claims including sexual harassment and creating a hostile work environment. The legal actions include accusations of sexual uh, religious radical uh, harassment, discrimination, assault, and false imprisonment. The singer is also accused of fat shaming and pressuring a dancer to touch a performer's breast. For Lizzo, the singer is being sued by three of her former dancers who are accusing her of sexual harassment and creating a hostile workplace. I'm like, damn, this is a big deal. I was always going to be a career musician. I just didn't know I was going to be this. E.T. obtained the 38-page lawsuit filed today. Among the claims, Lizzo, who is known for embracing body positivity, weight-shamed the dancers. When I was a little girl, all I wanted to see was me in the media. Someone fat like me, black like me, beautiful like me. The Grammy winner, who has not yet responded to claims, is also accused of pressuring dancers to touch nude performers, unjust firings, and an excruciating 12-hour rehearsal where there was so much fear of getting laid off, one dancer soiled her pants. Two of the women were featured on Lizzo's Emmy-winning reality show, Watch Out for the Big Girls. Like a month ago, I was in my room, sad, unemployed, doing online school. Now I'm here on the freaking main stage at Treasure Island. With Lizzo. It's very important to me that, of course, the show goes well, but that everybody is safe and healthy on this tour. On that note, we end showbiz here on Join Us Today. That's more showbiz news in our subsequent bulletins. My name is Becky. Over to you, Grace. All right, Grace. Over to you, Becky. And that's it for the bulletin. There's more news on myjoyonline.com. From us here, we say gracias, good afternoon. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.